Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2588, Why You Might Hate Christmas and How to Love It Again by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays. With that, let's get right to this timely article and continue optimizing your life. Why You Might Hate Christmas and How to Love It Again by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. Christmas is coming, just in case you didn't know. And if you've grown to hate Christmas, you aren't alone. Most people are in one of two camps regarding the upcoming festive season. Camp one, you're excited, counting down the days, and your decorations are already up. Or camp two, you quietly swear under your breath every time someone helpfully reminds you how many days there are to go, and you are secretly hoping Santa and his elves cancel Christmas. I've been in camp two for most of my adult life. It's not that I don't eventually enjoy the day or holiday time around it. It's just that the lead up to it is often stressful and all-consuming. As a highly sensitive introvert, all the Christmas shopping, Christmas functions, excitable children, and lack of routine have me approaching the season with dread rather than joy. And it's not just my personality that has me on the down low about Christmas there are many other reasons why Christmas is not the festive time it could be. Here are five common reasons people, including me, hate Christmas. Maybe you'll recognize some of them. Number one, you are a type A perfectionist. If you're a recovering perfectionist like me, then an event like Christmas is the perfect breeding ground for stress, discontent, and unhappiness. If you are bent on creating the perfect Pinterest Christmas, you might wind up disappointed when the dog eats the tray of gingerbread men or the tree you picked out dies an early death. And worse than that, you might miss out on precious moments with family and you're striving for perfection, guilty as charged. Turn your hate into love by letting go of your perfect standards this year. You may want to adopt the phrase I have for this season, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. Most of the things we think are worth worrying about simply aren't. This year, I'm aiming to do the least amount of planning as possible. I may make gingerbread men and I may not, but I'll definitely aim for more moments being present with my kids. Number two, you're focused on spending money and buying things. I have strong memories of Christmas mornings when I was growing up. We would each get a small stocking put at the end of our bed after we'd fallen asleep. I loved waking up and going through the bits in my stocking in the early hours. 
So let me say this, I'm not against gift giving. I love giving and I don't mind receiving either. But gift giving and receiving at Christmas time is not what it used to be. Our consumption-focused society means we are bombarded with marketing from early October. Quantity and convenience are valued over quality and thoughtfully chosen items. Turn your hate into love by injecting some intention back into your gift giving this year. Consider giving experiences over things and stick to a planned budget. One of my friends and her family are doing a secondhand-only gift exchange this year, Mother Nature One, Corporate America Zero. Shake things up and try something different. Number three, you're overcommitted and overscheduled. The lead up to Christmas can be incredibly busy and chaotic. If we aren't careful, we end up spending our days running to and from Christmas functions and wind up feeling too exhausted to enjoy the holiday when it arrives. This is always the main reason I hate Christmas. There's often a sense of urgency in the air in the lead up to Christmas. As workplaces close for a week or two, Projects and deadlines loom, and everyone is trying to catch up with everyone. The frenetic pace almost has an apocalyptic feel to it. Turn your hate into love by saying no more often and taking should out of your vocabulary. Between my husband and I, we've been invited to five separate work Christmas parties, and this is just for two jobs. We've said yes to two of them. Purposefully schedule in downtime, days when you don't have to go anywhere, or do anything. Number four, you discard good habits and routines and overindulge. The Christmas period is often synonymous with letting go. People let go of healthy eating, good exercise habits, sleeping enough, and loads of other routines or rhythms that have served them well all year. And while it's great to have a break and ease up a bit, it can be a slippery slope to letting go entirely if we aren't careful. Turn your hate into love by making intentional choices before the season hits about what you'll take a break from. Then set yourself a time limit to get back on track. Or maybe if you know how hard it is to get back on track, you might consider just keeping all your healthy habits this year. And number five, you are lonely or grieving the loss of someone. I'm very grateful for my family and friends. I've never been alone at Christmas time. And for this, I consider myself very wealthy but many, many people are alone. Christmas is also a time when we are reminded of the people we love who've left this earth and those we've left or who've just left. The gaping holes that people leave behind when they are gone become chasms at times like this. Sometimes it's actually nice to get lost in that chasm for a bit, to rest in the hole they left. But for many people, the loss and grief is too much and is the reason they despise Christmas so much. Turn the hate into love by leaning into the grief and then consciously climbing back out to life. If you're facing a Christmas alone, consider reaching out to someone or maybe consider volunteering at your local soup kitchen for the day. Reach out and make a connection with someone. There's a good chance this will be an immense source of joy for both of you. I don't want to hate Christmas anymore. Letting go, loosening up, and being present is how I'm choosing to be this Christmas. It's slower and simpler than any Christmas before, but I think it might just be more joy-filled than ever before, too. You just listened to the post titled Why You Might Hate Christmas and How to Love It Again by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com.
Take it to Emma. Great tips here. I can imagine some people are in both camps. They really dislike the lead up to all the stress and overwhelm. But then when it's actually happening, when the planning phase is over, just relaxing and having a good time might make up for all of it. But in either case, the goal here is to lighten that load in the beginning. And of course, this applies to other holidays or family get-togethers if you don't celebrate Christmas specifically. For me, it's easy to lose a good habit or routine when something like the holidays or travel comes along. This is something that also comes up on my brother's podcast, Optimal Health Daily. He talks about this a lot. And it took me quite a while, a lot of reading this type of content to really get it to sink in that my all or nothing mentality was not helping because I would say that I need to hit certain goals or do a certain amount of exercise every day, but it's inevitable that a day will be missed. And even if there was so much progress, it was defeating to know that I missed a day and then it would turn into, well, I already missed one day, so two won't hurt, which can then turn into three days, maybe a week, a month, and so on but realizing that a miss or cheat day or cheat meal or sick day, a rest day, any of those can be a good thing. That changed my perspective. That applies to holidays like Emma talked about. That was just one point. There were plenty of others in this one to consider, so do consider it today and this month. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.